0: Am I
1: saying your name correctly? Yes, you are. you are. And and look at this. So let me just share my little creation. I actually visualized this and I met the girl who made this in the park. Strange, right? Here's a bracelet. Right? Here's the necklace. But this is when I challenged her. I said, I want you to make me something different. So she's like, like what? She never did it before. I asked her to make me a crown.
0: Oh, that is fantastic. You know, every
1: year on my birthday, I have one the more honey crown. That is absolutely <laughs> fabulous. Was, I said, but you can do it because I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you.
0: Mohani, um, well, where literally in the world are you, like physically?
1: In what state? In New York. You're in oh. New York City. Start spreading the news. <laughs> yes. So
0: I lived in New York City for 10 years in my 20s. Where
1: are you at?
0: I'm in Boston. Oh, nice.
1: Okay. The Boston baked beans are
0: really good there. <laughs> I don't usually eat them because I don't eat. I don't eat meat. So they usually have um, like uh, ham in them or something, but they're, but people are famous. They're famous for it. I love the
1: tasting.
0: (laughs) But there's better things to eat than Boston baked beans here.
1: I'm sure. Uh, So Nina Manolison.
0: Manolison. Manolison. Manolson. So it's it's like Man and Olson?
1: Manolson. Yeah. There you go.
0: Thank you. Mm -hmm. How are you today? I'm good. I'm
1: good. So, body positive. Body peace. Body peace. Body peace. All about body
0: peace. And we can talk about why it's different than being body positive, which is an interesting thing. Tell me. Let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it.
1: Do you want me to just jump in with what's body peace? Jump in. I want to know all that you know. I want you to share with the audience. Great. So um, body
0: peace is fundamentally the relationship we have with our body. So we, I say we, women, men, many people are at war with their body. They're constantly fighting. Oh, you should be thinner. Oh, you should be, I grew up. I was supposed to be, in my mind anyway, I was supposed to be taller, blonder, and thinner. I was never blonde in my life. I'm not particularly tall, right? But it was that cultural ideal, that beauty ideal that I was raised on in the media, that I did not like. look like those girls, but I was supposed to, right? And so then it was like, oh, well, I better diet to have that body. I better get the right clothes to have that look, right? So a lot of women in whatever their form is, end up in a war of I I should eat this way, I should diet, I should do this, I should do this other thing. And honestly, that war just perpetuates itself and we feel bad about ourselves because what happens is we get into this body hate and body shame. And then we're like, okay, let me do something about that. Let me go on the diet. Let me do the next plan. Let me do the next diet. Let me do the next whatever. Because if I just can control my body enough, then I get to love my body. And it doesn't work that way. But what I, I call that body management, the more that we manage our body, the more we try to control our body, the more that war, it's like if you think about, like if I ask you, if we just zoom out to talk about relationships in general, right, if you think oh. about what makes a good relationship, like in your life, the good relationships you've had, what are the qualities in those good relationships?
1: Oh, um, sharing, caring, loving, um, fun. Yeah. Non-resistant. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, so sharing, caring, loving, non-resistant, right? That those that feeling of connection and vibrancy and communication and it's juicy, right? That relationships juicy. So then when you think about
1: what's a relationship that doesn't work? What do you think? Um not getting along, non-sharing, um not respecting one another, yeah. one person doing more than the other. Yes, um, one person taking charge. The other night, uh, yeah, on the same page. I can go on with a list of this. Oh. Yes.
0: When I ask when I ask people this 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 list of what makes a relationship not work comes very quickly to people, it's kind of oh, remarkable. <laughs> I know. It's a little concerning, a lot concerning, but it's true, right? That sense of we're not simpatico, we're not on the same page. We're not in alignment, we're not sharing. We're not supporting each other. Right, And so if we take that model of relationship, what's a good relationship and what's a a painful, negative relationship, and then we put our relationship with our body in that template, a lot of people go, ooh, my relationship is kind of like I'm trying to control her and I'm trying to manage her and we're not really on the same page because I'm bullying her. You should go do this and you shouldn't eat this and you should stop eating that, And right? There's a lot of of restriction and tightness and control that doesn't make it a fun, enjoyable, pleasurable, juicy relationship. And body peace is that relationship, that good relationship and that's what
1: we want. Body piece, yes, and that's with your body. That's with your
0: body, but because if you feel at home in your body, so think. Of, so another way to think about it: if you're feeling good, right? You're just having one of those days where you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling all that. Like I'm feeling myself, and I'm going out in the world, and I'm, you know, like yeah, this is good. How do you interact with the world?
1: Oh, the same way. This is good. Everything's good. You know, you're having a good day. Everything's good. You, you, yes. you glow good. You, you, everything you absorb is good. For some reason, everything you gravitate to is good. It's good. The right watch you. You don't even see it.
0: Absolutely right. That sort of energy. Ah. That vibe is what you how you feel and it's how you interact with the world and it's often what comes your way because that's what you're projecting into the world right you smile people smile back at you
1: right.
0: flip the coin right you're feeling ashamed of your body oh my gosh i'm wearing that things that hides my body i'm not feeling at home in my body i feel self-conscious mm-hmm. how do you move into the world what happens when you're like that
1: We closed up. You look for stuff. stuff that's, you know, you, you wear the bigger coat to cover more. Yeah. You think that every time somebody looks at you, they could be looking seriously. They could just be looking down at a piece of paper on the side of the ground, but you know that they're looking down at maybe the extra weight you feel like you gained and they're not even looking at that. You feel like you're a target for everything that's negative because that's what you, about yourself, about your mind. Yes
0: right because you and you 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 feel that and then you imagine other people are criticizing you the way that you're criticizing yourself when they are yes and they're not they're not they're too busy doing their own thing right they're, everybody's completely self-absorbed it has nothing to do with you at all
1: Be are positive about themselves so that's
0: why i are even at you. I
1: mean,
0: <laughs> right. Either they're positive or they're negative about themselves, but they're having their own experience. But when we feel bad about ourselves, we imagine that's how the world sees us and that's how we inter- engage with people. So, this relationship, right, and it is a relationship that we're having with our body, mm-hmm. impacts all the other relationships we have in our life. Mm-hmm. It impacts the relationship we have with our partner with our children with our family with our coworkers with the person who's checking us out at the grocery store mm-hmm. right it impacts us in every way so what we want when we engage with body peace and and step onto what i call the body peace path what we want is to say yes to our own relationship with our body and to invest in that and to think that that's just as important as our relationship with our most favorite person
1: right that's interesting body peace
0: body peace and i find it more powerful so i my work is i started my work 30 years ago as a body worker i was a massage therapist And I worked with women Mm -hmm. and I had my hands on it and I learned, you know, anatomy and physiology and I learned everything. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what's, this is what our body is. It's muscles. We are obviously so much more, right? What I found was our whole story is in our body. Our whole life is written in the book of our body. And all of our emotions are held in our body. So in that work of being a body worker, I was like, you know, there's a lot more to this than I initially anticipated. And so then I became a therapist. So I was working with women on a psychological level. I went back to grad school. I became a therapist. Then I was combining those. Mm -hmm. But then I was still struggling with my relationship with food, my relationship with my weight. And I was like, wait a second. I've done all this psychological work, Mm -hmm. done all this physical work this also is connected to what I'm eating and how I feel about my body. And that's when I brought all those things together to create this work of body peace. And at this, when I started this, people weren't talking about body positive or body love. People, when I was doing this, people were like, what do you mean your body's okay as it is? No, no, we're still trying to lose those 15 pounds. Like you like I was like talking another language. Thankfully, culture has caught up. And there's a lot of talk now about body positivity and fat activism and being um, in body love. But I find that the words of body love and body positive still are a little too aspirational. Is this feeling like we should always feel great about ourselves? We should always love ourselves. Yeah, in theory. But there are days I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling all that. I'm tired. I didn't sleep. You know, my tummy hurts because I ate something funny. Like, not every second am I in lovey-dovey land with my body. Do I feel at peace with her? Am am I an ally to her? Am I on her side? Do I want the best for her? but am I like super two thumbs up uber positive every second that's just like so not real it's like I've been married for a long long time great relationship but are we like lovey-dovey every single second no that's not real life right what's real life is we're we're in a relationship that has a foundation of respect right in a relationship that has a foundation of Peace, communication, connection, caring, concern. And that's the kind of relationship we really want to build with
1: mm-hmm. our body. Bodies. Yeah, I um I it was something I wanted to mention too. So you said you massage you massage therapist at first, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I noticed the two times I probably had no, I had about three in my lifetime. And it should be more. They always would say back here in my back area, and in my bar area, was tension, and they would say, "You know, it's your back from like right here." And they, and I would go, "Uh-oh." They would say, "That's it's really tight there," and that stress isn't. We everybody holds stress differently. differently.
0: Everybody oh. holds stress differently, so everybody's body is going to hold the things that we are sort of hanging on to differently. My experience for many people in our shoulders and upper backs, if you think about it, especially women, we're great at taking care of everybody. And literally, if you try this, like take your hands as though you were like picking up a big basket and offering it to somebody. Do you feel where that engages in your back? Oh, yes. Right? Yes, 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 Right. And literally that's what we do all the time. We're like picking up big baskets here. Who else needs something? What else can I get for you? Let me get this for you. Let me do this for you, right? We're literally in that, like, I got a basket. I got the stuff. How can I offer you what I got? And we are the best givers, but we're holding our arms up in that giving posture all the time. And it can get really tiring. And that's where we go, oh, body, you're telling me something, right? When I was doing massage therapy back in the day, I'd be like, what is, what's this part of your body saying, mm-hmm. right? And often it's, I am tired, mm-hmm. I am exhausted. Mm-hmm. I just wanna, I wanna sit back, I wanna receive, uh-huh. right? Especially as women, we are expert givers. My PhD
1: in giving, every woman that I have ever met. Well, yeah. And I you know, I I'll tell you when I started to learn my lesson about my body and what it does when I don't put myself first at any in in any of the equation. Yeah. Right. I limped for a whole year. And nobody knew what it was, none of the doctors. The only thing they could do, oh, here's the pain. I I must have a drawer full of pain. (laughs) Oh, it's a muscle. Oh, no. I relieve that stress and I can run. I have no more pain. The pain is, I don't even think about it. And I've been this way for about, I'm going to say eight months free. But remember, I was limping for a year, going on two years, that's how deep it was, and it was stress. It was stress. It was, you know, why did this happen? Why did I let that happen? Why did this person say this? And why did, and I had had to step outside and look at me. Yeah. Oh, you're pointing the finger this way, when it should be your way. Yeah. But I had to fix it. And once I fixed it, you, body positive. I love, listen, I love my curvaceous body. I stand in the mirror. Look, I, I probably look too much. I stand in the mirror. I live on it. I'm like, oh, I'm, listen, and don't let me That's good. I dress. I have panties and bras on top of nothing. I have a full body mirror. Look at my body and look at this. And I fall in love with my body. You see, it's so how it is i don't listen i said oh somebody looking at the window they said what's wrong with like, our hands on like this?" i had two different poses i'm like wow so see now i love my body and and i always what i was thinking about was maybe women should look at their bodies naked in the mirror and fall in love with that part first absolutely
0: and, and mm-hmm. no go ahead and- no. And that that looking in the mirror naked is very powerful. It's what we call mirror work to really look. But unfortunately, there's so many women who look at themselves naked and all they do is criticize mm, my belly, mm, my underarms, like the little bat wings, you know? Oh, my this. Oh, my that. Oh, bat
1: wings. <laughs>
0: I, I, I laugh right. now. Absolutely, right? But to ha- to be able to develop that attitude, Mahani, that you have takes some compassion for oneself. It takes some a journey to get to that place to say, yes, that body in that mirror, my body, as she is. No different. Bat wings and
1: all is just right. Just right. Just right. That's right. I, I have thighs. I'm mm-hmm. very but guess what? i do know when it's time for me to move those thighs on the bike because if, if i gain too much weight my thighs overlap and i can't walk so see that part so i got them down and they're really nice listen the cellulite and all it's beautiful right that, and it, that's it that's it, it to be to feel like to yeah to I was, appreciate I it but I found out, and I listen. I I know when my mother listened to this, she's gonna be like, "You really told that?" Listen, my mother used to say, "You better get a mirror and look between your legs, ladies. You better get a mirror and look between your legs." And I remember I would repeat that, and women would look at me. You better look down there and see what's going on. I don't know if this is too deep for you, Doc, but I'm just <laughs> Listen, you want to look at it all. And absolutely. Wrong with that, it's, 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 it's you, it's loving your body, and it's true. If you can love the naked you, then you can love everything else about you. Yep, yep, there's nothing wrong with it. That's right. that part that I think people have to connect with. It's nothing wrong with the looking at your naked body in the mirror, it's nothing wrong with turning around and bending over to touch your toes and then looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I, do. yeah.
0: No, this is the this is the vehicle for our life. This is our home. We have nowhere else to live. This is your home, just like you would walk into a house and go, "Hmm, what's in this closet? And what's in this room? And let me turn the lights on here." That is how we want to be in our body. And, Mahani, well, what you said before also about, you know, what you learned was what this limp was really about is what you're saying is i am tuning into the wisdom of my body my body is holding a message for me and i am going to listen and yes we want to get support or go to the doctor we want to figure those things out but we also want to go wait what's my body saying to me right what's that tension in my back saying what's that pain in my jaw saying what's the headaches what are the headaches about? course, we want to look and see if there's a biological basis to those things first or at the same time but we also want to look at the the emotional holding that our body is doing
1: and i've read all yeah i want to share with the audience the ladies in the audience trust and believe i have family family members who can do a testimony i had a cane and it was from stress and the thing about it was every step was painful. To sleep was painful, it was pain, and I kept on saying, but what is it? I, I walk a lot, I, you know, uh, then I said, well, maybe it's from the weight gain, but guess what, the weight gain came because of the limb, because of the cane. So then, now I'm falling, <laughs> it's like I'm just falling over the mountain more and more. And then one day, it actually went away from the way, I had to change the way I was thinking. I had to stop focusing on those who were bringing me pain.
0: I had to, wow. I mean,
1: any way that I had to ignore. And you know, I know who the individuals were. So I, there was part of accepting. I had to accept something into my life. And what? my oldest son had a relationship and it wasn't a good one is it? it. was like that. So that was the first part that I had to say, you know, I'm, he's in his 20s. First relationship he has to learn. This is his life experience. It's not my life experience. And that was the first part. I started to feel bad. I said, okay. Then I started to think about I had a relationship not too long ago, the person didn't wrong. Well, I allowed that. Once again, it was me. Came back to me. And you know what? I'm not ashamed to talk about this. I'll tell women today you sitting there with a pain in your arm. Hey, you look at yourself first, get that and write down what's going on. Stop trying to ignore what do they say. Stop ignoring the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But what, what you're speaking
0: to so beautifully is being in that body listening, right? Tuning in. What is my body saying? Instead of what I often see people do is uh, what I call living next door to their body. Yeah, she should go exercise. Yeah, she should eat something better. Yeah, she's having pain. Like as though it wasn't our body.
1: I heard like, it all. No, no. Right. Vegan, so go, if you go vegan, it'll all go away. Uh, you know, um, try, and you know what, you need to walk. But how could I walk when every step I took was extremely painful? I actually fell one time because from me limping, it would cause me not to bend my knee to take a step. You know, we have to bend our knees to walk. That's what, yes. So then the leg would be straight. What I went through, trust me, and I actually wrote a couple of books. One is grow through what you go through. I had to go back and say, wait, I just wrote a book. I just wrote a book about growing through what you're going through, and I'm not growing through what I'm going through. So once I achieved the growth that I needed, it all fell into place, and guess what? I'm still working on me. My body is really nice. All right? My, uh, every now and then, I do what everybody do. I will splurge. Yes, I had this wonderful piece of chocolate cake. Yes, I did. Proud of it, because I wanted it.
0: That's And that's a wonderful attitude around food, right? Once we get into deprivation, Mm -hmm. then we're down the track of I'm good or I'm bad or oh I cheated and all that conversation about deprivation where that ends us up is on the other side and often people are wondering like I don't understand why I binged I don't understand why I couldn't stop because as soon as we set up a you're not allowed this yeah then we have an instant internal natural response of rebellion and i'm not saying like oh it's like you know you eat whatever even if you know it's not gonna like work for your body like as much as i like excuse me broccoli it's not gonna like me back we don't get along we're not friends so it's not like i ignore the knowing of my body about what works or what doesn't work but to say, okay, this is never gonna happen. I can't have any cake. I can't have any of this. We're setting ourselves up for the diet roller coaster. And so many women are in that place of, oh, I'm doing it wrong. Oh, I just need to go on the next diet. Oh, and the reality is, is, and the statistic is astounding, 95% of people who go on diets gain their weight back, if not more weight in two to five years so to be in this place of being in a respectful relationship with our body really listening what makes me feel good what does not make me feel good right instead of the external And that's what you're saying in your story is what i did was i listened to myself and i trusted my own body and you came to that you know, through a hard process, but naturally, but a lot of women, it's hard to get to this place of body trust, to get to this place of body listening, to get to this place of feeling Uh like you're in a good and positive relationship where there's actual body peace.
1: I know I said to myself, that cane wasn't cute. That really was the beginning. I happened to look at myself, walk past the mirror, I was walking past the store, I was like, wait, I'm too cute to do it. I do it so you know, and I would I would say to my if I have twins, but they're they'll be 18 next week. They we would go places and I would go, I'm so uh, one of them would always wait by my side for me to put my arm through his to get and I would say, I'm so sorry. And he would look at me and go, no mommy, it's okay. You don't know, ever So I would say, are y'all embarrassed like when y'all see your friends and I have a game? Like I started doing polls with the family. Then one day I said, wait, I can't take this no more. The first thing was I forgot, I I, I mentally told myself, nope, you don't need a cane. What's bothering you? Nickel, what's bothering you? But I've always held myself mentally when I went through things as even growing up. But the older you get sometime, the same system doesn't work and you kind of forget. I forgot about that system I used years ago <laughs> that was healing me, right? So I got it back and I was like, okay. I used to, and I, I I told this to another therapist before and they were like, that's kind of phenomenal that you put that together. You know what I would do when something bothered me? I would get in a cab and tell a cab driver, what bothered me and give him the problem. And then when I get out the cab, I felt like I left it with a stranger and it would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be over me. That's not my problem. That's their problem now, even though it really is mine. So, you know, I started to think. I said, Well, you know, I don't want to do it that way. But I had to look at myself and admire who I was and decide that, you know what? Well, you want to do this. Well, that's not going to work. So what do you have to fix first? You have to fix that cane. You have to fix that walk because you were just walking. You have to help yourself. Because after a while you sit there and you're like, well, this is it. Then you're looking at everybody and you're like, you know. And um, once I did that, it seemed like everything fell into place. Weight started falling off. <laughs> Stuff was, you know what was happening? I felt like when I got rid of the cane, everything that came with the cane was, is going with it. Does that make sense? Like, is that it opposite? does? No, it was it was
0: it was weighing you down emotionally psychologically physically so many things and one of the things you said about that leaving i love that leaving your problems with the taxi driver is it's very powerful to name what's bothering because so often we hold it right especially around food and body image um women often will just not say it. They'll just complain about, oh, I shouldn't eat this or shouldn't eat this or, or trash talk their bodies. But to say, I am really struggling with this. This is a hard thing for me. I feel like this is an issue that I want to work on, that actually naming it, right? With the queen, you were like, this is an issue for me. I am looking to actually heal this area of my life. And even if we don't know that all the steps to name it and say, you know what, I'm struggling in this relationship with my body. I'm struggling with walking in a way that feels easy. I'm struggling moving forward in a specific area in my life. But to really name something is very powerful. Right. Mm -hmm. Often when women come to me and they say, you know, I'm, I'm craving so much and I'm just keep eating and eating and eating and eating. I'll often say, what are you feeling? Well, Well, I was really stressed, but I'm just a stress eater. Okay. Well then let's name that stress when it's happening. Right. Because what happens is I'm, I have the feeling It's rising in me, but I'm not gonna name it. I'm not gonna even really notice it's there. I'm just gonna have this feeling of it's uncomfortable. Let me turn the volume down on that feeling. And then we eat, right? (laughs) Because eating is a great numbing tool, right? So let me just turn the volume down on that by eating the whatever, right? But to stop and say, I am stressed. Mm. I am actually stressed right now. Even if we don't know what to do with that, Mm -hmm. naming it brings us into the moment and gives us an opportunity, a possibility of feeling what we're actually
1: feeling in the moment. Well, that chocolate cake, right? I want to share that with you. Mm -hmm. I recently lost my dad um, in May. Very close, I mean, very close to him. So his favorite cake was Entenmann's, the one with the chocolate on the top and the vanilla cake in the bottom. Mm -hmm. So I was at the supermarket. Matter of fact, one of my twins, when I said, pick up that cake, because I was thinking about my father. And guess what? When I cut that slice, I blamed him the whole time. I said, let me tell you why I'm eating this piece of cake, Daddy, because you're not here. Because you left me, and and, and I'm thinking about you, and I have to eat this cake. and, And I actually felt good after I ate it. Yes. I did it with intent. I'm not, and you know, a lot of this is happening too. I'll be 51. See, I'm I'm past that age of feeling like I owe someone else to be thin. (laughs) Do you know what? A lot of people don't owe it to themselves. They want to do it for the public or for what people may think. We don't owe
0: our bodies to anybody. We don't owe thinness. We don't owe anything about our Mm body. And it's very powerful to claim, no, it's my body. And I don't have to be thin for acceptance. I don't have to be thin to be liked. And do we live in a society with a huge amount of thin privilege? Yes, right? There's so much you know, fat phobia and sizes in our culture. So it's important to name that, and then to say, you know what? And what you think of my body, that's your business, not mine.
1: You know, I've been paying attention to a lot of, uh, I don't want to say thin, because that's not the word, uh, body conscious individuals. Okay. And if you really listen to them, it's nothing here all oh, there. <laughs> Look, I'm like, there, right? So, I've been paying attention, and I'm like, when is the world going to turn around and say, let's start looking here, then looking there, because, see, if, and I'm speaking about men in relationships, too. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, I have to be accepted by me to be happy. Yes. See, if I'm looking, you know, my next relationship, listen, you can't take me as I am. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, listen, I have a California king size bed. It's beautiful. I have a white net over it, and I love laying across. It. Let me tell you, sometimes that can be very comfortable. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't lay across your <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that? <laughs> oh, there's some type of joy, but honestly, um, it did take time for me to get to this confident, you know, this level of confidence to say I am what I am. I am who I am. Yes. And nobody, you know, if you don't like it, nothing I can do. I got a big butt. It's natural, though. If you you feel offended about my big butt when I walk in the room, I'm not bothering nobody.
0: (laughs) But that's the thing, is our society is so keyed into what other people's bodies look like, and then judge based on that. And it's a cultural um, problem that we've become so obsessed on appearance, right? Instead of, who are you? Who are you as a person? That we're so much more than our body. And women get so caught in oh, I am my size, or I am my hair, or I am my, you know, clothing, I am my bank account, right? All these ways that we externally judge our value and our worth, but we're, we're, we are so much more than those things. And to really claim our relationship with ourselves is a, is a step into our own power and allows us to be fully who we are, who we're meant to be and what we're supposed to give to this world.
1: And you'll attract the people who are doing the same thing. Alignment, yep. It's alignment. And it is, because if you're not in alignment, it's very painful too. That's something else that causes a lot of pain. It's when (laughs) you focus in on what's for you. What do you want to do now? And I think because with COVID and you know, like people, all these people passing away, I you back up and look at life and say, wait a minute, I could listen, I could do this interview tomorrow. I'm not here, but at least I'm not, I wasn't stressed about, oh now, now don't get me wrong. When I come to do my I don't have no makeup, but I make sure I got my earrings on my neck. Look, you even have your earrings and your necklace mm, on. Absolutely. decorating the outside. You know, but you have to love and appreciate it before you put the decor on, or you'll never be satisfied.
0: Well, if the adornment is there Mm -hmm. to please everybody else, really? (laughs) Like, if that's how all of our world is gonna be, like, I'm trying to make you happy, that's like living a life of people-pleasing. And it's exhausting. And it is, it's a constant hustle. Uh, Brene Brown calls it the hustle for worthiness.
1: Mm. In right? your practice, I have a question. Yeah. So in your practice, what's the age range of women that I'm, that is going through this now? Like, where, this, where is it? Is it
0: 30s, 50s? Yeah. So I tend to work with women over 40, okay. 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Okay. And that sort of the focus of my practice, but in recent years, more young women have come. And what I've noticed is younger women, right? They're still unfortunately struggling with body image because social media is saying you should look this way and your body should be this way. And they're struggling with their relationship with food and body, but to work with them, they don't have decades and decades of messages that their body is faulty
1: wow they might
0: have like 10 years and then they're like and then i'm like when we start unpacking the culture's messages that have been fired at them for since they were really since they were like two years old about their size they're like wait a second this is so wrong and they can access that part of them that is can speak back to society's faulty messages when I work with women in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, we've had two decades, three decades, four decades, five decades of feeling bad about our body, of dieting, of feeling like we should try to be something else. And so it does take some unlearning mm-hmm. and some divesting from diet culture and being like, wait a second, that's somebody trying to sell me another diet. Oh, there's somebody telling me that I have more value if I'm thin, oh, there's someone, even if someone with all well-meaning in their heart comes up and says, oh, have you lost weight? And what they're trying to do is compliment. What they're saying is somehow you have more value because you're smaller than you were before, which is (laughs) not true, right? So it takes some unlearning of those cultural messaging and then some relearning of how to really develop compassion, kindness, awareness, body listening, so that we can actually have that relationship that we talked about in the very beginning, that relationship of peace, of connection, of support, of fun, of joy, of delight, of pleasure, all the good things about being in a body.
1: You love your body, then your body follows through. You'll be like, I'm too thin. Let me go here. (laughs) It's, it's true. and you're yeah. I'm just losing weight. What is this? Then you'll say, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think the stress that go along with trying to lose weight is what helps it too. I tell you what's funny. I um always I talk about social media, you brought up social media. I remember as I started posting my um when I do my interviews, I'll post them on my Instagram. And then I saw a quote. And and you cannot tell me that this quote didn't have something to do with me, but you know, that's that's that social media trick. It said, When you lose about 50 pounds, your career will soar. Ugh. And I looked down, I said, I looked at it. So you know, you know, I was looking at it for a while, right? Like, well, I look good. They're talking about me. This, then, <laughs> then mentally, right? This is what was happening. I would look at talk shows and anybody who was plus size, I would go, but would I look like that if I had my own show? Do you see see how this is how it could be fed to you? And then it finally came to me and said, I do want to believe that there are these computer geeks and there are people that financially well off that can have an app Mm -hmm. and know when you're on. And post it so you could see it because he's mm-hmm. doing so great that that's the only thing we could say. To, and you know what I did? I said, oh, gotta get more people and keep on going because look, I'm me. And one thing nobody could take from me is who I am. Yeah. That's I mean, so uh, true. all of this I'm- here, this knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: it's true to really claim our own power, our own. Wisdom, our own beauty, our own brand of beauty, because everybody's beauty is unique and amazing, right? To really claim instead of like, oh, I need to look like you know that image that I got fed to me as a kid—that this is what beauty was. Beauty was thin and tall and blonde. That is truly what
1: I believe. Beautiful, you're beautiful. Thank you. Oh. I'm none of the above. Your great, right? match your outfit, so you.
0: Can <laughs> But Mohani, I want to go back to something you said, which is really important. You said, you know, when that stress adds to the whole dynamic of uh, weight. And it's true because we have two nervous systems in our body. There's the sympathetic nervous system, parasympathetic nervous system. Sympathetic is our stress mode. It's fight or flight. It's when you're late on a deadline. It's when you're racing for a bus. It's when your son is in a relationship that you're like, wow, this is not going to work so well for him, right? That's sympathetic nervous system activation. And that was designed for four minutes. It was designed to get away from the bear and the forest. And then we were like, okay, I'm good. Except we're in it 24-7 now, especially with COVID. We're all in it right oh. then the other one is parasympathetic that's like pina colada on the beach that's like you know walking barefoot with the the gentle waves splashing at your feet that's like the chillax mode right and the thing about that sympathetic nervous system activation that fight or flight is when we're in that mm-hmm. it's harder to digest food our digestive system turns down our immune system turns down our metabolism that's calorie burning turns down because what don't we need when we're running from a tiger we don't need to worry about digestion we don't need to worry about calorie burning we don't need to be worried about all those things all the energy needs to be to run and get away from that that bear right that creature so when we're stressing oh my gosh should i eat that should i not eat that When we're stressing, oh my gosh, I'm not thin enough. Oh, maybe I'll lose weight for that wedding. Oh, maybe I'll get those jeans and then I'll diet to get into those jeans, right? All of that, even though it doesn't seem like big stressors, our body doesn't know that. It goes, oh, we're being chased by their sympathetic nervous system activation. And so our stress about our body, our stress about what we're eating Mm -hmm. actually, interferes with good digestion, It interferes with good calorie burning and metabolism. It interferes with the good, strong immune system. So to come to this place of body peace and feeling good and relaxed in our body, piña colada on the beach, right? Feet in the sand, we come back to that parasympathetic nervous system, which is also called rest and digest because what comes back online digestion calorie burning metabolism and mm-hmm. immune system mm-hmm. right so when people talk about like stress being not good for our body yeah it's not because it impairs some of our basic functions and all our negative thoughts about our food and body that goes right into that category of stress
1: wow very and that's the science of it all
0: that's the science of exactly what you were saying. Wow, that you know dieting is stressing me out. It is,
1: mm-hmm. and you see it. Uh, you know, if the new thing is fasting, or um, and then you'll say, oh, this celebrity <laughs> did uh, uh, say it when you eat every eight hours, intermittent, Inter- intermittent fasting. Yep. Um, this, that, and the other. It's what we choose to focus on. It's so much more to life. Now, I I don't believe in just sitting there eating, saying, well, I don't care. I can eat what I want to eat. I'm not, I don't believe in that. But don't feel like you have to always diet. Now, I may, like, it, it may be times where I may not feel well because I'll say, you know what? Maybe I ate a little bit too much. So, you know, I'm going to just eat fruit for a few days, drink some water to let my body, you know, help itself. Mhm that's
0: that's trusting your body and connecting in with the wisdom. That's exactly what you're doing, right? You're like I when people I do not recommend intermittent fasting um, especially for women who have food and body issues because what it does is it activates and triggers more deprivation and then what happens when we're more deprived more binging, more feeling out of control, more roller coastering right but exactly what you're saying you're like i don't believe in just eat 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 we don't want to be mindless eating that's not respectful either right Right? we want to be in that listening am i hungry do i want food am i eating one of the questions that i love to experiment with with my clients is what am i asking food to do for me right it's not like every bit of food has to be oh i'm asking this to you know uh, contribute to my caloric intake for the day and da, da, da. we're not asking that so but sometimes food is entertainment right sometimes food is emotional soothing right that chocolate cake of yours mm-hmm. sometimes food is communion with family with friends sometimes food is oh my gosh i am really hungry and i got to go back to work let me get a snack and keep rolling right I- food is so many things but to, but we want to be in the relationship, an honest relationship, not a mindless, la, 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 I can't hear you, whatever. I'm just going to feed you, you know, whatever, and all the time. Bye. And not, I'm being so tight and controlling. We want to be in your body's relationship with yourself.
1: hmm And that's what, it's. you know, um, I don't even, I'll be honest with you, A lot of the commercials today, nobody's extra thin anymore. The women are really natural. Good, I know it's so natural. (laughs) It's a natural. Like I look, I'm like, wow. And it gets to the point where it just feels, it feels so natural and it feels right. Yeah. Yeah. It's representation. It make me want to eat because I'm looking at a woman that's fuller. Do you see what I'm saying? But when you see a woman. That's much thinner. It does make you say, "Wow," you know. But we would see it all over. Yeah. But now the world is changing. I know it's so good. Love yourself as you are. Yeah. We wasn't all made to be Barbie dolls and you know uh, fashion model size and yeah. you know. I, I look. Know. I, I'm. I think I'm happy on the surface. But it's. It it, I'm telling you, age. Well, at least for me. I'll tell you something, and this is for the audience. Until you wake up one morning and need a cane, <laughs> do the stress, and from that, it causes you to gain more weight because you really can't exercise because it's extremely painful, you'll get it together. Or what I would hope is that you'll receive this interview as a message. Mm. You don't want that to happen to you, you don't. Could
0: you please share your website? Absolutely. My website is ninamanelson.com. So it's N-I-N-A and manelson is man like M-A-N and then Olson, O-L-S-O-N. So ninamanelson.com. And I have some wonderful uh, freebies there. A great ebook, how to be a woman at at peace with her body.
1: Nice. So you 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 are an author also that's
0: the book that you've written Uh that's an ebook I also write body poems Ooh. Um so yeah so I write a lot of body poems so maybe I could read you one just to uh all right just to send us off This one is perfect cuz we're talking about our um, uh, how we're so much, we're not our numbers, right? We're not all the numbers on the scale and all that. So this one's called, I am not my numbers. Plus 10 pounds, minus a thousand dollars, plus 10 clients, minus 500 calories, plus one year of life. I've been told that these numbers are essential, that they define me. I should strive towards some and flee from others. But this collision of numbers doesn't add up. I'm not a number. I'm unquantifiable. My essence doesn't fit in a digital system. My value cannot be ranked. I am not the number on the scale. I am not the number in my bank account. I'm not the number of my clients. I'm not the number on my bra strap, on my jeans, on my dress. I'm not more. I'm not less i am enough i am changing the metrics recalculating the equation plus being at home in my body minus the inner critic plus working with passion minus societal expectations plus pleasure at the table minus the rules plus being truly human this adds up
1: beautiful wow thank you honey. wow it's just that was beautiful and it it, it explains a woman that's a yep. that's part of our challenge those, those pluses we want those minuses though right <laughs> <laughs> it starts here it's, 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 it's here yep Maybe, and I and I often have said, I do know that when you're idle, an idle mind and too much time can cause you to have all of those habits too. Yeah.
0: Well, it's helpful to have a passion in life, right? To have a purpose. We want oh,
1: purpose. And if you don't have one, get books. Yeah. All of these books, you know, like what do they say? Books can take you places that you you don't have to travel to, right? You just right. Let you go. But also, yep. if I and listen, it's a book in my bed. I have my bookshelf. When my mind starts to wander, I grab that book to continue to the next chapter and I live whoever liked this in that book, whoever I'm reading about, and you know what happens? My brain goes back and go, oh, this is where I left off at have to take yourself away from it because sometimes you start to sit and think and think and then your thinking turns into your refrigerator and then you remember the barbecue chicken or you remember the food somebody left and then it turns to <laughs> mama get up real quick and get me peace <laughs> thinking about what happened listen I know about that then you come back you get in your bed you're nice and snug you eat the food and then you go hey why did I just do that I don't even feel it, but after I ate it we have choices
0: yeah, and we can get support, right? Like your podcast is supportive. I can be supportive.
1: Oh, Nina, we're really. allowed to have support. You are very supportive. And you know what I love about you? Your character, you're so laid back. <laughs> you you make me feel like, yes, we can do it. That's important. Yeah. There's yeah. so many therapists. There's so many doctors. You know, you find the one that works for you, but you you just, you, if, if I, had this body image issue and i used to i would not tell you that i didn't i'd be like you would make me feel like yes today is the day this is it you can, yeah absolutely it can change
0: and that's the last thing i would the, the thing that i would like to leave people with is you're having a relationship with your body and if it's not a good one it can change you can develop a relationship with your
1: body that is supportive respectful peaceful well thank you so much for being on my show you also will have you could receive um get nina's information on mahoneylove.com and you can watch this video this was inspirational nina thank you
0: such a delight to be with you Mahani. thank you so much
1: thank you Have a wonderful Friday. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.